Hello, Bridal Breakdown listeners. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about three ways that you can cut costs in your wedding planning today, like literally today. Like anyone can implement these costs no and they will save you money. No matter where you're at in your journey. Very beginning, you're getting married, maybe not this weekend, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but like, you true, know, true, true. anyone, there's some things that you can ditch, yeah. like even if you're a month out. So yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, Ashley, this is her little mastermind. She thought of all these tips and they're really, really good. So I'm super excited for this episode. You know, this isn't like an all encompassing and thank you, by the way, but this isn't like an you're all welcome. encompassing episode, I don't think, Chris. And I think that's the, like, that's kind of the cool thing. Like everything is trigger, hopefully triggers you for inspiration. And these aren't the only three ways that you can save money. In fact, next week we will talk about additional ways that you can save money, especially if you're starting wedding planning. So if you know somebody who is starting the wedding planning journey, go ahead and send them the podcast now because next Friday there will be like perfect tips for them. But. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be really, really yeah. good for them to hear these things. Think If you find yourself saying, oh, I wish I would have known these things when I started planning, well, you can let someone else know when they start planning. Exactly. So not an all-encompassing list, but just like a few things to get your mind going and some opinions from people who see weddings every week. So pretty beneficial here. So how is wedding season going for you right now, Chris, speaking of? Uh, it's going really well. I don't know that we have any more double headers. This year, I do have a couple instances where I'm second shooting mm-hmm. one day and then I'm like for someone else and then I'm shooting uh, my wedding. But um, those uh, those don't really feel like no. double headers because they're, they're just they're you just fun, especially if you're shooting with people you like. Yeah. Yeah. Wedding so. season's going good around here, too. It's uh, the, the I feel like the heat is going to start to subside and I'm pretty pumped about it. So I yeah, I this this heat has been brutal this season. Yeah. I feel like I've sweated. And just the humidity has been really, really it's bad. People who are in the humidity. South, like, they're like, oh, honey, you don't know humidity. Yeah. But, but we're, we're from like, Houston, we so we kind of do. We do know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been going good. It's going good. Um, I feel like because I got a new computer, I've been able to get ahead. And now at this rate, if I can just keep trucking, yeah. I will be turning my weddings around in three weeks, that's three awesome. to four weeks. Like that's uh, takes dedication and determination to not let yourself slip when you have the freedom. Yep. But yeah, we, we all need that, honestly. It's but hard. I finally there was a double header. I mean, I had two double headers back to back, and that just I was six to eight weeks out for months. Yeah, months and months that's because it's just so hard to catch up. And then I got the new computer, yeah. and it changed my life. And I'm editing so freaking fast. And I'm pumped. You just ordered it too. I did. Chris is such a bad influence on me. I. Ugh. I literally sent him a video <laughs> of me and my receipt for ordering it, the computer that he got, but like a less dope version because it doesn't have as much memory. But I'm like, you know what? Balling on a Dude, budget. It's still going to be a game changer. Dude, I can't wait for the speed. It's going to be great. But, anyways, we could go on and Speaking on. Speaking of budget. Speaking of budget. Yeah. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> Good job. Okay. So, what gets us here to this topic? Why, why do we want to talk about it? Well, we always hear, I feel like we hear couples sometimes saying things like, man, I really wish that I can invite this person, but we just don't have enough um, budget to invite mm-hmm. them, or I really wish I could do this, or I really wish I could do that. And so we we often hear couples 
wanting to do things, but just not having enough of the means. And so a lot of times I think, which I don't think these are Rattle Breakdown listeners, uh, because you guys are so great about taking the tips that we give you and implementing them, but not everyone listens to this podcast. And so um, we've talked about in the past, like picking your wedding priorities and things like that and prioritizing the vendors and things that you want to go with. And so um, when people do that, they're then able to allocate their money and direct it where they want it to go. But not everybody knows to do that. Well, and I also think it's easy when, after you prioritize to like leave that list and then get caught up in the emotion of spending, which actually, speaking of that, all these little just like drops for future episodes, uh, Monday, so just in a couple days from now, uh, mm-hmm. we have an episode with Faith Moore, who is a incredible luxury wedding planner, but we talk in that episode somewhere about budget and picking these three priorities, so we go deeper into this next week too um yeah faith had a lot of good stuff to say on that so you guys will have that she's a planner she's a budget queen you know she knows what she's talking about yeah she knows how she she really does know how to help couples achieve the things that they want to do and truly i mean this is no different than like controlling um your finances in your real life and not letting them control you it's the same thing for your wedding yeah yeah so many good nuggets i mean like I got emotional at one point she gets emotional at one point i mean we, we were talking like foundationally about budget and how it affects your strategy. That episode inspired several episodes that we want to do in the future. Yeah. So I think that will be really good. But before we dive into these three tips that we're going to share with you today, there's three things that we need to let you know before we even dive into this list. Like, So before you dive into it, there should be three things that you've already done. Ashley, what's the first thing? Define your wedding why. Like, Big shocker. Period. <laughs> Big surprise. Period. Mic drop. And I could walk away right now and you'd be happier after defining your wedding why. But when you define that wedding why, it's like it's your North Star. I said that in one of our early episodes about how once you know what that why is, you can always go back to that North Star when you find yourself getting stressed out and just be like, why am I getting married or why am I having a wedding in the first place? Is this factor have anything to do with why I'm getting married? No, then I'm going to let it go. So knowing that is going to be a really good solid foundation. Yeah. The second thing that we want to encourage you to do is, I literally just talked about this, but we want to encourage you to determine your top three priorities about your wedding. Maybe it's the time of year that you actually get married. Maybe that's really important to you. Like you've always wanted a fall wedding or a winter wedding or no one would ever in their right mind dream of a summer wedding their whole life. But, uh, (laughs) but maybe, maybe you did, maybe you did. And so maybe that's one of your big priorities. Well, and I've also coming to time that has like teachers, all teachers pretty much get married in June because it's their time off and so that can be a top priority for them and so knowing that they're going to make decisions surrounding other people's availability even if like they had this happened to me this year someone had a dream like we they wanted us to be their photographer really bad but we had no availability for them besides Fridays and that was something else that they weren't willing to give and so it's just priorities you know yeah, we need to have an episode about uh, not Saturday weddings uh, one day I totally because agree. I do think that's something that needs to shift in the industry. People are so dead set on on Saturdays. I just saw a bunch of vendors. Rent the Chef was out there doing a Wednesday wedding or a Tuesday wedding. Or something. I just saw a Thursday one at the barn at Grace Hill. And then Sarah Reith was at a wedding today for a Thursday wedding. Yeah. So I'm like loving seeing this because this is definitely something, and this isn't one of the tips, but 
pro tip, if you choose a not Saturday wedding, not all venues, but a lot of them, they're cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So so definitely determine your top three priorities. I think that n- for most people, it's like uh, number one is typically venue and then photographer after that and then fill in the blank with, with something else. You know? Yeah. Could and be anything. think about from a budget perspective, and you may be way past this, and we'll talk about this next week, but... Hi, Katie. If you're not, by the way, a part of our Facebook group, please join us in the Facebook group because you can be live while we're having these conversations. And if you want to go back and rewatch it and watch our faces, you can always go back and rewatch it as well. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to say is when you know those three priorities or however many priorities those are, you can put your budget there first, allocate it there first. That way, what's left over, like, you know, you already have your dream team, what you really want. If that's flowers, booze, vendors, et cetera. So. And then, and then even when you have these three things figured out, maybe one of them feels a little far attainable off. Like, ah, man, we really like maybe open bar is it, but that's pretty pricey. And so even these three tips that we're going to share, you can help support those top three things that you have. So maybe you're scaling back and maybe you wanted to do a, a full open bar, but you're only doing like a partially open bar with, uh, open beer and wine, but you're not doing mixed drinks. Like maybe one of these tips that we're going to share with you can help you accomplish one of those. Absolutely. And then the last thing that we have before we share these three tips is... So decide if hiring a wedding planner is possible. And I know that like that's an additional thing that costs money. But in the long run, a planner can actually save you money because they can sometimes like do things wholesale. Like they might be able to do your flowers or willing to do some of your centerpieces for you to try to make your budget work. They also can look at you and be like, you have this on your budget. You don't need this at all. Or they have yeah. like rentals that they can give you. Like there are all these things that planners can do that can save you both time and money. And time is money. So yes. figure out if that's possible. Yeah. And Faith, who's appearing on our next episode on Monday, she actually gives some tips and some ideas. Like if you can't afford to hire a planner oh, yeah, you're outright right. to have them there, she shares a, a bunch of really good nuggets throughout the episode for some services that actually I wasn't even aware that planners and they provided if you're not hiring them from full day. You ready to dive into the big three? Yes. These three ways that we have for people to share? Yeah. Save some money? Yeah. The first one's not going to surprise anybody at all, like literally at all, but pare down your guest list. We are coming to a time in modern history where smaller, more intimate weddings are becoming more of the norm, especially like across the country, maybe not in your region or area yet, but I do feel like that is becoming more of a normal thing where two or three years ago, it was the 250 person weddings that were the norm. And yeah. they're just, just kind of getting smaller. And when you pair that guest list down, you say, so say you're at least like six months out and haven't sent out save the dates. You can save money on food, save money on invitations and Chairs. holy moly stationery is expensive, by the way. Yep. Stamps just went up in price. Um chairs their napkins linens tables favors like so that is just such a huge factor in your budget and not only that the other benefit to cutting down your guest list is you get more time with the people that you kind of care more about I saw and have been seeing on reddit and I kind of feel like whenever I kind of wrote a I've said that so many times kind of I wrote a draft for a wedding breakdown to kind of like test this wedding breakdown idea out for real Mm -hmm. weddings. And in doing that, I realized I too 
didn't want strangers at my wedding. So even when it came to my vendors, I didn't want any strangers. And I feel like I've been seeing that a lot on Reddit. Like people are just saying, I, I just don't want to walk by and even have to pass by a stranger or someone that I'm like, oh, please don't stop me. Like, don't want to have to talk to you. And a lot of oh, man. spouses, like partners, they both can agree on that. Like we don't really want strangers. Like we want people. We, so looking at it from that way, you can look at pairing your guest list down, not as like a loss, but more as an opportunity. And it's an opportunity to spend more time with the people that you care the most about versus having to give these this 10 minutes to this group of people that you like, but they're like more acquaintances. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think that we've talked about this before in past episodes, like a really good question to ask yourself, would you have lunch with this person tomorrow or would you ask them to pick you up from the airport? Like, and if the answer is no to either of those questions, like picking someone up from the airport is just enough of an inconvenience that you wouldn't ask just anyone and just going to lunch with anyone, you know, like that's a whole other thing too, that you don't just want to pick up out of nowhere and, and go eat lunch with them. Well, and we go deep into that in our episode titled Guest List Anxiety, which has totally changed people's perspectives. So you can listen to that if you want to hear more and more tips so we don't go too deep into it. Um, yes. But that's one way that you can actually significantly cut your costs down. And I mean, by significantly, I just mean it is a domino effect. Cut one person out and you're already saving like 80 bucks. At least, yeah. Let depending on where yeah. You let's are say that you're spending thirty dollars a person, and you cut twenty five people. There's seven hundred and fifty dollars that you just got back into your budget, and maybe that can go towards. Uh, maybe you had to like, I don't know. You you weren't able to get the the shoes that you wanted because yeah. you just couldn't justify spending that much on a pair of shoes. Yeah. Like, exactly. or you got a pair of of really nice heels, but then you want something comfortable because you know you're gonna want to kick those suckers off. There you go. There's shoe money. Or humans, it's better to put that $750 into your honeymoon. Ooh, there you go. Honeymoon. So many people don't even get their honeymoon. Yeah. So. But that's first tip. Pare down that guest list and then do it again. Second tip. A, skip boutonnieres. So this is like a two-parter. Skip boutonnieres. I have actually seen a lot of weddings recently do this. Yeah. And the funny thing about boutonnieres is that all the guys hate wearing them. And the groom does too. Like and nobody it, knows it, how to pin just them. Inconvenient. Yeah, no one knows how to pin them. I end up doing it. I'm like, I, I, mom, I like stuttered a lot. I got very excited. Um, <laughs> the other day I had a mom pin a boutonniere because that's like the thing, you know. And and you could just have the groom get a boutonniere too. But anyways, she pinned it, but she poked herself so bad that like there was ribbon on the boutonniere and it just was red. From oh her, no! Her sad from her blood. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But even just the groom could have the boutonniere. I mean, that can easily save you like two hundred bucks if you skip yeah. boutonnieres altogether. And it kind of is a very modern thing lately that I'm seeing. You know, sometimes with boutonnieres too, because like the parents, this is a big deal to parents for some reason that they have the flower. Like, cause I know there's like a wrist one, there's a boutonniere. I can't tell you how much drama sometimes there is at weddings. I don't know if you've seen this because the mother of the groom doesn't get the boutonniere for some reason. There's yeah. like, well, they think it's malicious or ill-intended yeah. and it just creates this drama. Like the planner that actually gets happened. it on and then the mother of the bride's like, oh, I was supposed to put that on. 
And I'm like, I or, or something like that. Like that was a big deal to my mom because she didn't get one and she thought it was intentional mm-hmm. in like a jab. And I have witnessed that at, at other weddings. So yeah, they love those flowers though. They do. They do. Or like grandparents, like so we've accidentally forget a grandparent. That's yeah. always like Micah really just sad. commented on that and said that she had to deal with major drama because she only got corsages for moms and not grandmothers. Uh, literally what I just said. And it's like, yeah. it's not intentional. It's just like, oops, like I didn't realize somebody would care that much. So yeah. you you can try to just skip them all together. My parents, if this makes anybody feel any better, but we didn't do boutonnieres. Justin had a boutonniere and he's the only person with a boutonniere. And no, like my mom didn't have a corsage. My mother-in-law didn't have, like we didn't, we just didn't do that. And I don't regret it at all. They didn't even mention it. Like I, I feel like some people may mention it, but then you can just say like, we didn't, we just didn't do those. And if nobody gets them, no, nobody's upset, you know? It's a big deal. Yeah. It's no yeah. big deal. I, yeah, I could see, I could see the groom get, there's something about it, it depending on what it is. Sometimes that groom suit just pops with a boutonniere on it, man. Like sometimes it just sets it off. So yeah. that's your choice to make. Yeah. Your choice to totally. Decide. Totally. So that's I, the first part of that one. Yeah. There's another part. This is a bonus. So it's kind of four tips. So lately there's this new trend of minimal bridesmaids bouquets and they're like small. So just like a little bouquet, like maybe it has a lot of greenery, but just a few flowers. Look up minimal bridesmaids bouquets on Pinterest. Or I mean, I this is I found this tip on Instagram, I'm gonna tell you. But look it up. They're like actually really pretty, pretty chic. Um, but that's something you could do instead of like these massive bridesmaids bouquets that end up going in the trash at the end of the night. And you know what? For summer weddings too, if you're outdoors a ton, those bad boys wilt like crazy out yeah. in that heat. Like sometimes you just get to the end of the night and you're like, oh, poor flower. Like yeah. your life is so bad. You're so sad right now. Mm-hmm. Gosh, flowers are so expensive. This is so beautiful. I love to some real flowers. Oh my gosh. I have to show you. I'll have to show afterwards. But there was a bride who did um, a fake fake bouquet fake all flowers Mm -hmm. and they were the best looking fake flowers i'd ever seen in my entire life yes i have done so many weddings with fake flowers where they photograph really well yeah i was mind blown because it was just it was wild um you would have thought that they were so they can be done and they can be done really really well yeah i think a lot but they can also look really 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 like when they're bad It's like really, really bad. Well, something else that this is just making me think of pin, I'm pinballing here, but with intentionality in mind, because I I always want to come back to intention. You could even do, because I was going to be kind of judgy and say, I don't like those paper flowers. Okay. I was going to be judgy. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to take that thought right back. A, because it's not mine to judge. And B... Because like, think if somebody like there's these like book nerds, right? And what mm-hmm. if they had like a really cool bouquet with like all greenery and then they had like flowers. I don't even know if it's possible, but they had like flowers made out of like books. Like, yes, I've seen that. I shot one right? of my first weddings I ever photographed. Somebody did that. And, and, and a lot of their table decor was all bought at a thrift store and it was all very vintagey looking and the and the petals like had words all over they were like yeah handmade oh. yeah it looked really cool See? and then i've seen that done not well <laughs> right but i've right. seen it done really well too that's i'm just thinking like making it more intentional but i love flowers that was kind of it so 
those are that's like your second tip is do minimal bridesmaids bouquets and skip the boutonnieres altogether you can also like skip bouquets as well but i would recommend doing some like giving your girls something to hold on to I've otherwise they lanterns. resort to like the hips the hip yeah, pose I've, and we don't really want to do that i've seen lanterns i've seen um like there are these circle things that yeah, people have done hoops yeah hoops that yeah. like have like florals and like stuff ribbon and, and all sorts of stuff in them so there's uh, you just look up uh bridesmaids bouquet altern alternatives we and you should find some stuff we just got a tip in the community on facebook where we're going live and micah said y'all should check out something borrowed blooms so i'm gonna look it up because this could something be borrowed solid blooms. as far as i think budget goes it says rent beautiful premium silk wedding flowers from trusted wedding flower rental company Browse our collections and order your sample today. So you even can do a sample. Oh, this is what Micah did. They saved money by doing this. Oh my gosh. So there's literally, I'm on their website right now, you guys. And there's collections. Explore all collections. I'm going to do that. So you can have an aisle marker. Oh, so they literally have designed like across like a color palette. They've got the boutonnieres, the bouquets, the aisle markers, the bridesmaids bouquets, the like cake florals, centerpieces, corsages, floral combs, dog collars, literally anything that you need in that theme that you like. So they all match. And they're silk flowers. They look real in photos. Literally, they look real. That's wild. This is great. That is a freaking... What's this place called? Solid tip. Something Borrowed Blooms. Shout out to Micah for sharing that resource with us, guys. We'll be sure to link that website in the show notes. It was a really, really good thing. Uh, you might be able to save some money just by switching to what you were originally going to be doing to this resource that we just found out about. This is why going live is amazing. We get tips like this. So yeah. it's so freaking cool. Freaking love it. That's our second tip. Third tip. Last one. This is my, my favorite tip because I just get so sad when I leave a wedding and I see a table full of beautifully curated and probably handcrafted favors that nobody grabs yeah like literally every every wedding every wedding i leave and there is just a table of favors that people are like please take my m&ms or please take this flower or please grab this thingy on yeah. the same note <sighs> go for it say it say I'm it just gonna be very controversial just do it. Skip the damn koozies. <laughs> Skip the damn koozies. I have. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Listen, Hold on. listen. No, you I'm trying listen. to get to. I'm trying to get to 500 koozies. Exactly. <laughs> that exactly. I have. I have an overflowing drawer of koozies. Justin just got a koozie at a disc golf tournament the other day, and I picked it up and I was like, "Hey, do you want to keep this as like a commemorative item?" And a we're kind of trying to be minimalists at the moment. Mm -hmm. We're working on it. We're definitely not there, but we're working towards it. And he goes, uh, I already have something that's commemorative from there. And he's like, but I do. I might want to keep it. And then he goes, <laughs> no, get rid of it. When do I ever use a koozie? I understand some people use koozies. We never find ourselves using koozies. But I also literally have like five million koozies. <laughs> no one wants a koozie with someone else's name on it. That's hilarious. I literally... We'll look at my koozies and I'm like, do I have any special sentimental memories from this day? Because I don't, I don't, I don't need them all. But yeah. I think they're cute. Like when I, again, that's like, I think they're cute. But like, 
your guests aren't going to be sad if they don't get a koozie. I think the koozie trend happened because people realize that nobody takes the favors and they're like, well, this is actually functional. functional. Like this is a yeah. functional item. It's practical. And so I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, you could save the money. You the the money. only time that I, yeah, most people don't do it. The, the one time that I've seen people take party favors is when they do like food to go. Like I've seen a nacho bar to go like, and they literally hand them to people. And I've seen like, uh, a wedding where they did like French fries from some place and they did like, they already had the ketchup so people could eat it as they drive home. Yeah. And people yeah. dug that. But even then that's a risk. You know, is it going to be cold? Is it going to be good? Are people going to like it? I think yeah. most people do not expect to walk away with some gift from you for attending their wedding. So right. you're not going to be a failure or people are not going to think like, oh, I can't believe they didn't give us a, a gift. No. How dare they? No one's no. going to think that. So I think on the food aspect like if you have a lot of desserts a you don't play like, we're saving money right that's the point of this episode we're saving money so we're saying no favors however why don't you instead of that order some inexpensive and not a lot but maybe like because these are for the people that are leaving the wedding later so like half of your guest list order to-go containers but like maybe cute ones that you could put slices of cake in just in case all the cake doesn't get eaten or oh, some there you go. cookies or the That's cupcakes good. and then if they all get eaten you can return them because then just we didn't have favors but then you can actually like send that those send goodies that you paid for to go i yeah. don't know how many weddings i am leaving as the photographer where the mom is like please take some of this please yeah. take some of this otherwise I take it it's all every coming time. to my house i yeah. take it all the time i'm like give me that but i'll that's take a that great mac and favor. cheese yeah, yeah. right right <laughs> but that's like a it's just in my opinion a lot of it can be a waste of money like not great on the earth like how do right. i remember that well, it's just not eco-friendly. It's Yeah, environment. You, you got a lot of waste that's going on. But mm-hmm. yeah, for anyone that's wrestling with like, oh my God, I went to Tina Stevens' wedding and she gave a wow, like little shot glasses with everyone's name on them and it was amazing and it was so, like, that's fine. You don't have to do that. You don't have Tina's budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just worry literally. about your budget. Save money to do something that you really, really, really enjoy. And think about, like, if you do have the budget for those $2 shot, ga- shot glasses, like... A, I do actually like it whenever I get shot glasses because those are the only shot glasses that I own or shot glasses yeah. that I get from weddings, which isn't very many. I have like four, but um, we had a somebody did a beer beer cups, glasses. and I did a yeah. beer. Oh. I got a beer mug, and I was like, "That's freaking cool." I also yeah. had someone one time make my sister in law made coasters with everyone's last name on them, all of the guests' last mm-hmm. names. So it was like their wedding colors, and that was kind of cool. Like we have those coasters. Um, yeah, but that was personalized. It wasn't just like. It wasn't their last name. Like, what am I going to do with a coaster with their last name? It's the yeah. koozie thing, right? It but it be, was something It could double as your place card if you're going to do place cards. That's kind of a, yeah. a way that you can look at it. Um, budget. If you have the money, that doesn't mean you have to spend the money. That money can go elsewhere. That money can keep you from going in debt. That money can pay a credit card payment because you've already accidentally went in a little debt for the wedding. Like those are kinds of things to keep in mind is even if you have it, it's like 
after the wedding, am I going to look back and be like, I'm really glad that I'm still paying for those koozies. <laughs> yeah. <You> Which <laughs> koozies are pretty dang cheap. I think you can probably get them. But still, every little bit. Imagine, okay, if you spend $100 on koozies, even if that's considered cheap, that $100 could be one of your really nice meals on your honeymoon. Like, that is a, a good meal where you get an app and drinks. It can go towards so much stuff. Yeah. The Advil yeah. for your hangover the next day after your wedding. Yeah, totally. All that stuff. Katie's totally. saying that she had a wedding. She had a friend uh, where they had Chick-fil-A come towards the end of the night. That sounds amazing. Dude, late night snacks are so much fun. They're good. They really Especially are. Especially if they look all cute and stuff. Pro tip about late night snacks, y'all. Order late night snacks for not all of your guests. Because at least half of them will have left by the time that late night snacks come around. And not everybody Ooh. also sees the late night snacks. Good so tip, Ashley. I have been to so, and this is a budget thing. I have been to so many weddings where there's a late night snack and I'm the photographer. I'm supposed to know what's going on, but nobody told me late night snacks are happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they showed up. And so I wasn't able to photograph it. And then I like, it was cold by the time I know. And so that's just like somebody who's kind of in the know, didn't even know it. So keep that in mind when ordering late night snacks. You don't have to order them for everybody. And yeah. I what wouldn't do you think a good rule of th- a good rule and of not everybody is. will be hungry also yeah, not everyone will be hungry maybe like a of quarter thumb? of your guest list a quarter to I would say a quarter to a half quarter to a half pick your poison somewhere in there yeah yeah, yeah. nice so that's that's that so they're S- like we're obviously also now spiraling and spouting off ideas, ideas. yeah <laughs> so there's a lot of other things that you can do. And if you're early in the process, we mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, we're going to talk about early in the process tips next Friday. So definitely tune in then. But for now, here's a few to just get you thinking. Obviously, people in the comments on our Facebook Live right now are popping off with other ideas. So there's no shortage of them. The three, let's, but- let's sum it up. Yeah, let's do a recap. So the the tips that we go over, the first way that you can save money is guest list. Go ahead and look at who you have and say, you know what, Aunt Cheryl, you cannot come. No, I'm not kidding. Don't cut Aunt Cheryl. But <laughs> look at your guest list and just and just really ask yourself those questions that we mentioned earlier about airport, going out to lunch to people, and then you can probably save some money there. You can probably save a significant amount of money there, I would imagine. Uh, after that, we're looking at flowers. We're talking bouquets, boutonnieres. Uh, We have a really good resource that we're going to share for an alternative to silk flowers. Is that correct? Yes. And so we'll link that in the, in the show notes. So be sure to check that out, but you can cut back and save some money on flowers, boutonnieres, all that stuff. And then lastly, the last thing we just covered was no party favors. Skip them. Don't do it. Yes, absolutely. So those are our three tips. Come to this live, actually, in our Facebook group. Go to that right away, right next, right next. What the heck kind of <laughs> saying is that? But head on over there. Send us your favorite money-saving tip in this video. That way, other people can see additional tips, something maybe you did that you saved a lot of money on and realized, I could have gone the other direction that everybody else went, but we decided this instead. Everybody will find so much benefit from just sharing is caring. And it's been really cool. I've noticed that our community is becoming more and more comfortable with sharing and people outside of us are actually posting and asking questions and things like that. And so it can be a little intimidating to join the group. I know that some of you may have been like, oh, I want to join, but I'm a little nervous. Jump right in head first. And then while you're jumping in and then while you're interacting, 
Next Monday, we have an amazing episode that we talked about at the beginning of this episode, but with Faith Moore, she's a wedding uh, planner, and she does very high-end weddings. She's also done medium-end, lower-end. She's done all of the ranges of weddings, and Ashley, I don't know how you felt at the end of that interview, but there was just so much wisdom that was shared, and I always feel that way when we have someone on, but man, she really, really brought it. What did we talk about when we were hanging out with Faith? I was going to say, it was a really deep episode. Like, we, it felt emotional. It, we bring a lot of things to light that maybe you're not thinking about. But we're talking about boundaries and boundaries in a different way than we've talked about on this podcast before. We're talking about boundaries with vendors and boundaries within yourself and what these boundaries will allow you to do. And like, they're kind of all rotating around budget. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you a lot more freedom and the ability for to just like kind of feel more free I just said freedom but that's truly I feel like what it can do for you yeah yeah in that episode there's three tips that we're going to share three three different people in your in in your sphere of influence to actually set boundaries with and again we've talked about boundaries on this podcast before a lot of times they're relational boundaries this is a whole different conversation so Mm -hmm. this is brand new and the thing that i love and i didn't even i didn't even make this connection until faith said it i'll give you a little snippet of, of what she talked about but she makes this connection to starting to couples who start their marriage off on the wrong foot because they don't set boundaries versus whenever couples do set boundaries with the people that she's going to talk about and then starting their marriage out on the right foot. Yeah. Like you can even, it was, that was just such a mind blowing concept and she's totally going to unpack that. I agree. I agree. You can even think about that with your budget. And she talks about that. Like if you're starting your marriage off with you guys being so honest about your budget and being dedicated to your budget, your marriage is only going to be starting off with a really solid foundation. And one of the quotes that she says is, how you start your life begins with where you lay your wedding budget. That gives you just a little bit. And she's, again, a planner. She's amazing. I can just, I cannot speak her praises enough. So yeah, stay so tuned. So be on the lookout for that episode because it's dropping Monday. And then also after you, after you do that, Go follow us on Instagram. You can follow us at, at the Bridal Breakdown on Instagram, and you can find the link to the Facebook community in the show notes. TikTok link is also there as well. And that's it. That's a wrap, man. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. We'll talk we'll to see you guys, guys Monday. Monday. Yeah, we'll see, we'll you, see you Monday with Faith's interview.